Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches through God's Word. love that experience of new places exploring. Motorcycles are really fun, right? Going really fast feels really good. I love the sound of when, you know, I tickle my three-year-old daughter and she belly laughs, you know, when she makes a joke that makes no sense and cracks up. It's a, like, that's life. That is not existence, right? That's not a pulse. That's life. Where is it that you come alive? Is there an activity where you connect to that deeper vein of existence? As Pastor David will point out in today's message, these feelings we get in these experiences impact us on a spiritual level. We can't fathom what heaven will be like, but it will be a full realization of that deep joy. Stick around after today's message from Pastor David. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now, here's Pastor David in the book of Acts, chapter 20, as he continues his message, Hope That Does Not Disappoint. Matthew 25, by itself, contains three different parables about this. He was talking constantly about the fact, he's like, I'm coming back soon. I'm coming back soon. I'm coming back soon. You need to live ready because I'm coming back soon. He was telling us to set our eyes on that over and over and over again. And it's kind of natural that I think 2,000 years later when we hear soon, we're like, define soon. Because <laughs> it's been 2,000 years since you said soon. So what does that mean? And we get uncomfortable with that and there's been the whole thing of like really weird prophecies of well he's coming back in October 23rd of 1988 you know and like and well we're 40 years after that or whatever so now it you know we we hear all these weird predictions so then we're like it must not be soon and we don't want to get lumped in with that kind of weird thing but he warned us specifically he said you're not going to know the day or the hour so Anybody saying it's going to be this day, you know that they're wrong. It's definitely not whatever day they just predicted. But he also warned us, don't allow yourself to think it's far off, to think it's irrelevant, not imminent. He specifically warned against it over and over. And consider that on the one hand, even if his literal return is not in your lifetime again, the day of your day of the Lord, when you see him, you don't know the day or the hour, and that could come tomorrow. You will face him at a day you don't know, and it could be very soon. And then consider for us in our era, we really do live in a unique time. I mean, the things happening globally, the, the, the international alliances that are happening, the things that are happening 
like technologically are, are wild. The fact that Israel is a country again after 2,000 years of taking a break, right? That is, we're in a unique moment in human history, really, really could. He could actually fulfill every prophecy in your lifetime. You could see the world come under a unified government in the next decade. It could happen. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but I'm saying it could happen. I'm not telling you a day. I'm not predicting an hour. But I'm just saying we're in the last hour. Aside from all of that, though, underneath it, I think in our community, in our culture, if you have enough technology to be watching this, most of the time, the issue is not so much that we don't believe it in that we've decided that it's not true. It's that we don't want to believe it. We don't want to believe that Jesus is coming back in an hour. We want to believe that once we've done everything else that we want to do, then Jesus is going to come back. Right? First, I really want to go visit Scotland. Right? I want to, I want to, you know, start that business. I want to buy that car. I want to, you know, we have these other things that we'd like to do first. And then once all that's done, then Jesus, then it'd be great if you came back. But first, I mean, right? We, we, we have, we, we set our hope on those things. And then we're glad that we have a retirement plan in heaven forever. And we have it, we, we've, we've misunderstood what he has said. Deep down, we don't believe it's going to be that good. Right? It, it sounds, we, we have turned it into the eternal retirement community where we will, you know, watch our soap operas and sing our Christian songs and sit on our butts for eternity. And that's the image that we have. And we've completely missed what he says. The second point, and where we're going to kind of camp out, it's going to be fun. The restoration of the universe is going to be fun. Consider with me, what were you actually made for? Like, where do you feel alive? I love the feeling of traveling, exploring. I've been really blessed to, my mom's family is in Denmark, so we traveled to visit them. We've got friends who live in Peru. I've been able to go and be in Peru. I love that experience of new places, exploring. Motorcycles are really fun, right? Going really fast, it feels really good. I love the sound of when, you know, I tickle my three-year-old daughter and she belly laughs, you know, when she makes a joke that makes no sense and cracks up. It's a, like, that's, life. That is not existence, right? That's not a pulse. That's life. And the one who made us and who promises us eternal life knows that, but we don't think he does. We Again, right? We think that's the mistake. We think of, I find that my internal belief is that I think the life he's talking about is existence. I'm going to exist forever, eternal existence. And not that he designed humor and beauty and music and connection it's all his idea he he tells us it's going to be a party it's going to be fun just consider who he is right he invented it it springs out of who he is that you can laugh and love and understand someone and tell a story 
I'll paint a picture, right? I mean, I'm blown away. I, I love the guitar. I love the way that there's this, this connection somehow between my body and the physical creation. Somebody created that. There's this craftsmanship. And then as I play it, now it's engaging with the physics of the world around me where the, the strings at just the right tension are vibrating at just the right frequency, that they move the air, that it resonates in my eardrums, that then connects on a spiritual level to my soul somehow. And there's all these layers, right, that it stirs my emotions, the difference between a minor chord and a major chord, right? That's his idea. And we live in the shadows of it still. We have the corrupted tainted version of it we get glimpses of all these things right of the the things you're made for the places you feel purpose i love the guitar you may not like the guitar you may love painting or you may love you know just the the feeling of organizing the room and getting it just right like whatever it is that that fills you with delight he put that in there but we get these glimpses of it and then we we do this thing where we get it backwards and we think the glimpses of beauty originate with us and that God is trying to tame those and fit them in a box and get and, and sort of get rid of them where he's the one who put them in there and we corrupt it and taint it and kind of distort the beautiful thing he he's not trying to get rid of it it's his idea but we get frustrated because we see the glimpses of it and then we ache for it and we don't hear what he what he actually says to it a lot of times we, we think that because we see a glimpse of it now and it's not happening now, that God's not fair. And we don't hear what he has said. You know, my, when my son throws a fit and is upset that I'm not going to give him a treat in the car because I can't give him a treat in the car, he won't hear me tell him, I'm trying to give it to you when we get home, when you're not strapped down in a car seat and we're moving at 45 miles an hour. And I'm, right? He can't hear me speaking comfort to him. And we do that. We get frustrated that I've, I've got this glimpse of glory and I want it right now. He's like, you just have to wait a little bit. John 16, Jesus told us, these things I have spoken to you that in me you may have peace. We're so glad you tuned in to Main Thing Radio today. We'd like to encourage you to continue reading God's Word daily, looking for the powerful truth and the promises that lie within its pages. There's always something to learn from the Bible, and we hope you'll make it part of your daily routine. If you'd like to listen to more of Pastor Robert's teachings from the Book of Acts, you'll find them at MainThingRadio.com. You'll also learn more about this ministry and connect with us on social media. We also encourage you to subscribe to our podcast. Here's David to tell you more. Life these days moves fast. From one appointment to the next, most of us race through our days at blinding speed. But there's always a moment to pause. Those in-between times are great opportunities to connect with God. Subscribe to the Main Thing Radio podcast to enjoy messages like you heard today. Anytime, anywhere. Simply go to MainThingRadio.com and click on the podcast button. Thanks, David. We also want to invite you to join us for worship this weekend. Come visit Calvary Miami Beach on Sunday for worship and Bible study. Or join us online as we live stream. 
you'll be able to find out all you need to know by clicking on Calvary Miami Beach under About at our website. Again, that's MainThingRadio.com. That's all we have time for today. Join Pastor Robert next time, right here on Main Thing Radio.